Hello, welcome to the Mockery Fish Show, the discussion where we approach life's hurdles with a comedic zen. Hi, I'm your host, Malcolm Richmond, and today, Miss Melly Mel is taking over the uh, controls today. Miss Melly Mel, go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the co-host takeover. Again, my name is Melly Mel, and um, I wanted to use this time and platform to discuss issues close to me. Though I'm not black, I am Hispanic and forced and faced and affected by oppression. Since I am actively taking steps to be my best me and even finding out what that even means, I find myself stuck in a lifestyle that has passed down for generations, the real product of oppression. So seeing this as a problem makes me seek solutions. I listen to self-help videos and podcasts and understand some of the ways that was way undertaught. If you knew better, you'd do better, you know? So inspired by the BLM movement, I have decided to take a criminology course so I can exercise my rights and help change the ones that hold us down. From law reform to police reform, very importantly, education reform, also jail reform. We are the little people that need a voice. And maybe if I can show someone or help someone, we can have a lot more people speaking up. You know, like the more the merrier. Right. Yeah. Like, we, we are the people, you know? I understand. So, um, there's been laws passed that continue crippling our communities, keeping us ignorant enough to pass down ignorance. Like in 19, as early as 1994, the law, Violent Crime Control Law Enforcement Act of 1994, this bill's obviously targeting colored people. It contributed to ongoing rampant police misconduct and racial profiling by deploying hundreds of officers into colored neighborhoods. It crippled reentry. It eliminated the Pell Grant. It expanded the death penalty. 60 new federal offenses in three categories. That's homicide, espionage, and treason, and non-homicidal narcotic offenses created the the three strikes law, which ballooned incarceration. It levied harsh new penalties for justice involved youth. So, and that, that was um, created for the super predators, okay, which are low income children of color, especially black children who are convicted, convicted of multiple crimes. So, it increased fundings for SORs, <clears throat> which are, I mean, I mean, SROs, which are school resource off- officers, um, which is a school-to-prison pipeline, mm-hmm. and um, sentencing enhancements for youth convicted of certain crimes and believed to be associated with the game. Just believed. You can have your sentence enhanced if they think. This has something to do with the game. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that was just a law passed in 1994. Trump right now, last year's Trump administration called upon federal prosecutors to pursue the death penalty in cases dealing with extremely large quantities of drugs. If this makes it past litigation, more colored people will be affected by this than white people. 
black people actually get convicted way more than white people. It's not for the lack of getting caught. It's been proven that blacks and whites use and sell at similar rates. Well, of course, the blacks get uh, penalized heavier, right? Absolutely. Because, I mean, there you go again. It's like, who's going to roll over? Who do you know? First of all, as as white people, they're going to help each other make money. They're going to help each other. They're going to help each other. And ultimately, they're going to step on every head all the way up. So, of course, you know, white people know how to plug into the politicians. And sure, black people do too. But they're the first ones that get rolled over onto. Again, going back to they'll never let um, a black man have true power. They'll let you believe so. Okay. You know what, Melly Mel, so um, <clears throat> since you're, um, the thing is, like, we all are really good at pointing out the bad things wrong, but do you have any solutions to any of these problems? That's what I'm looking for now. So, yes, absolutely, do I have some solutions, yes, but don't want to go in blind. Okay. Right? So that's why I'm using this platform, so that not only can I express some things, maybe some people didn't know, or some other people are studying the same exact thing. And how to fix it. They're like, hey, Mel, you know? Okay. And reach out to me and leave me comments and suggestions and maybe a class I could go take or a book I could go read, you know? Um, but no, I, ever since I've been, you know, looking into it, I'm, I have very seriously been looking into this. Okay. And ways to fix it. Like, education reform is something I really badly want to see happen. I understand. Um, so, out of all the, all of all of the disparities that you've, um, that you've shared with us just now, as, um, which one do you think that is a good start, place to start? What do you suggest? Okay, that's why I suggested <clears throat> me taking a criminology class for myself. Okay. And reaching out to the fans to, to ask for help. I understand. Mm-hmm. Them are the two areas that I see is the fastest way for right now. So, um, because knowledge is power and knowledge is truly, truly a powerful thing. Right, right. I understand. So, yeah. And yeah. I don't want to sit here and... Um, let an opportunity for me to jump in and start helping right away and get the knowledge as well as the experience. I understand. You know, yes. right now. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, if I can talk to a group and we can piggyback off each other, teach each other, learn, grow, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I understand. So uh, the thing is, like, uh, I noticed that you said that you said that uh, there are cops in schools and stuff like that. But the, th the weird thing is that... Um, a lot of the uh, the liberal, uh, a lot of the liberal, you know, branches out there, like uh, the Justice Democrats and things like that, they're trying to get um, terrorist organizations um, <clears throat> uh, to be um, to be kind of uh, swayed away from the BLM movement because it's actually a peaceful movement. But the thing is, like, um, they want to uh, they want to identify young white males as um, as a terrorist uh sect you know mm -hmm. or you know be, be on the terrorist watch list you know because there has been any there hasn't been any uh school shootings by black males brown males mm -hmm. whatever there's usually uh you know young white males you know shoot up these schools and things like that i thought that was really interesting that it's like okay so you get slapped in the hand by this this many times how many more times do you need to get slapped in the head or slapped in the face before right. you actually look at this problem and say okay why is this happening and we have to do we have to have measures to to really, you know, stop this in the uh, in the process. Why is this happening? Absolutely, because um, I'm just going to tell you that in these schools where these white kids just open arms on everyone, they were unprotected. Okay? 
But here you go, um, you go into, let's say, these urban neighborhoods, and not only do you have armed security guards in some districts, okay, would you have an armed security guard, but you also walk through metal detectors. They also go through um, dogs walking up, the, you know, the sniff dogs walking up and down the street or up and down the hallway. And you're like, oh, okay, well, we're just here to, you know, stop the urban drugs. But the drugs are in these suburb schools as well. And you don't see that kind of threat to our kids. Our kids don't have to go to school. I mean, seeing this, you know, like, right. how can I explain to my kids that they're supposed to trust the police when I don't? I understand what you're saying. It is a, a, a true um, harsh problem we're going through. It's, a, it's an epidemic of its own um, in its own right. Absolutely. And see, I feel like I am and I could be and I'm willing to be the voice of people just like me. Mm-hmm. Someone who's never done anything political, nor am I saying tomorrow I'm going to run for mayor. Um, but to learn more about the system and why my voice doesn't feel counted. You know, I have so many, like I'm trying to campaign for my friends to go and vote. Okay. Go and vote, please. When your ancestors died for the right to vote. Da, da, da. And and I keep getting like these just so misinformed excuses. Like they have no faith in our system at all, period. I understand. From the police to the politicians, period, to like no one, like no one. They don't care what the vote is. Their lives are going to be exactly the same no matter what. Yeah, I get the same thing from my friends. I had one friend tell me straight out, uh, I don't think it's any of my business. I'm like, what do you mean? You're an American citizen. <laughs> I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I don't think it's any of my business, you know? So I think that's really crazy. Actually, they're trying to um, they're trying to uh, enact a... Uh, <clears throat> they're trying to get rid of the uh, the system that actually elected our current president, Donald Trump. Yeah, with which was school. Yeah, they're getting rid of the electoral colleges. A lot of states are implementing uh, the popular vote wins the electoral votes, mm-hmm. you know, which is the way it should go, you know? Absolutely. But the electoral votes is actually um, decided by a handful of people, you know. Mm-hmm. In certain communities, so like if you have like rich counties or whatever, those the vote the people who vote in those counties, and uh, they are the ones who actually select the uh, electoral votes, not the complete population of of uh, you know of the right. state. You know, it's just a handful of people, and I think that's really crazy. That's why people don't think that their vote counts because if yeah, you sure. if you live in a poor uh, rural area. And uh, but there's like a a really rich neighborhood nearby. Their votes probably count more than yours does because they're rich and they uh, pay more taxes, and so they're on you know they're boosters, you know. So right. their votes are the ones that really uh, go towards the electoral college and not and not ours. So right, and it's hard to get. It's hard to just like it's hard to get help in neighborhoods that I walk through. You know, it's like. You know, you get these councilmen's and these wardmen's and all this stuff, and these people wouldn't walk in the same or catch the same bus I do or walk in the same. And again, not trying to be a politician, but what I would love to do is start um, seeing what I can do about holding people accountable. Right. Who holds these people accountable? Why haven't they been doing their job for so long? Is it that hard? I, I, there's so much I'm sure I have to learn mm-hmm. and I'm willing to so I'm going to it's just another avenue of um, maybe like I want to make a difference I understand you be part of the difference I totally understand what you mean the thing is like yeah I understand it's hard for us to really fathom what's going on in their world but the thing is is like because it's not a profession but it is their profession to know what's going on you know it's like uh, 
And it's it, also their profession to, to know what to tell us to get us off their backs. Exactly. And we all know how that is. It's just like how, you know, it's just like how, like, there's kings and princes and queens and king. King and queen have a prince or a princess, and they raise the, the, the prince and the princess to take over the, the throne, you know. And so they teach them about the land and how things work. They don't just, like, get born and then, okay, so, Johnny, now you're king. So it's like, that makes no sense, you know. Exactly what um, Bernie Sanders was talking about when he mentioned um, uh, Donald Trump's son. He's like, well, he's not going to inherit the presidencies. Right. You know, this isn't a, uh, what do you call it when you, uh, no, uh, nepotism, you know. Oh. Even though you did, uh, you know, put all your good friends and cronyism, all your friends and all your rich buddies and and positions of power where they have no clue what they're doing. It's like, what the hell are you doing, man? And that's what really, like, if, if I've never seen anyone, do, that's what did it for my people. That's what did it. That was the nail that sealed the coffin. Is Trump making it in the office? Yeah, that guy's the epitome of not knowing what you're doing. You know, at all. Like you can, you can, you can pull out some tokens from a. A fighting machine and turn them into some banners and mm-hmm. some defenses. Mm-hmm. So it gives me hope. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he said I'm going to run for mayor tomorrow. But um, yeah, I think his his whole uh, his whole campaign was just a was a was a good snapshot of where we are as in America. Like, uh, how can you let just like a guy who's not even rich? I don't, even think, I, don't I don't believe he's rich. Like, if you look at all the uh, the red flags in his past, it's insane, you know, like, mm-hmm. like uh, on his campaign trail for president, he had uh, these two little girls dancing at his uh, rally, one of his rallies, and he owed them $1,500 to this day. He still owes those little girls money for mm-hmm. not, for uh, for dancing at his uh, rally, and he, he stiffed them on the bill, just left. Wow. You know, and uh, as a presidential candidate, you know, he... He still had the Secret Service around him, so they pushed him away. Like, no, no, you're not getting your money back. I think that's insane, you know? Mm-hmm. And that guy, it's like, who who goes broke owning a casino, you know? I got to run a casino in my basement. and I can... <laughs> Right. I know but... if I, I know if I'm a casino in my basement not to have another casino going on in my bathroom, you know? Just taking money from the same customers makes no sense, you know? Mm-hmm. That guy's an idiot. I don't understand how he got president, you know? Right. Favors. Yeah. Seriously, because of who his grandfather is. Very seriously. Oh, who his father was? His grandfather? His grandfather? No, his father. Okay. His father was a KKK member. Yeah, but... Documented. grandfather, didn't it? No, Fred Trump, his father. Mm-hmm. The real estate mogul. Yeah, that guy. Billions and billions and billions, you know. And and uh, his father, you know, knew he was an idiot, you know. He's like, yeah, that guy's an idiot. And he even put in his, his will, you know, not for... He had a secret will so that Donald Trump wouldn't change the will to take all the money from his siblings. And they hid mm-hmm. all the money, you know, from the government so they couldn't tax them. Mm-hmm. When I found that out, I was like, oh, they're going to get it. <laughs> right. They're going to get it. Man, how are you going to, like, for example, all the property that they inherited was worth, like, about billions and billions and billions of dollars, right? But they they claimed that it was only worth hundreds of millions of dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the government, okay, if it's only worth hundreds of millions of dollars, then we only... You know, taxi for this much, right. and then surprise, we got all this money left over. So that's what we're looking for now. When Donald Trump gets out of office, they are in trouble because they will not, they will no longer have the resources to mm. to cover all of their uh, their asses. Nice, especially with stupid sons like Eric and Donald. Yeah, 
<laughs> those, those guys. The, uh, Don Jr. already told the press, oh, Russia plays our verbials. <laughs> so mm. how, how stupid are you, you know? See, when you're when you're privileged, you're allowed to be that stupid. But when you're right. but when you're broke, your ass is going to jail for yeah. real. Yeah, seriously, or you'll be busting your balls for minimum wage. I can't wait to see those guys in the orange jumpsuits. Right. Yeah. And the nerve, you know, the nerve of that family too. Like uh, Donald Trump's daughter, go have go. She wrote a. She actually uh, had a book. I don't believe for a second that she wrote the book, but she mm-hmm. had a ghost written. Uh, how to be a. A single working mom or something like that. It's like, dude, you never worked a day in your life, you know. Hmm. You just signed paper. Somebody came up with the idea. You signed the papers, you know, for the money and she's and divorced or no, she's married to uh, Jerry Kushner, another uh, slumlord. I mean, that's what I thought. So I'm like, well, what does she know about being a working single mother? No, she don't know. She's a, well, being a working mom, you know. The oh. it's like get out of here. She's like the biggest. It's like you know nothing, you know. Right. You know, how can you put the word mom in her mouth, you know? Yeah, she let a kid drop out of her, but the thing is, is like, mom is more than just a title, you know? It's it's what you do and who you are. You know, she is nothing of the sort. I don't know what kind of person she's around her kids, but uh, she's the last thing I think of when I think about a mom, a caring mom. One mom wouldn't take, uh, wouldn't put, uh, wouldn't separate another mom from her kids, you know? It's like she just, like her father just, you know, snatching kids from each other at the border. That's insane. That, that is insane. That whole family is just scoundrels, you know, just a bunch of scoundrels, and they're just bad people, you know. I mean, they got they got a date with a guy with a pitchfork and red shoes, you know. <laughs> right. They're gonna have to answer to Jesus, and they're gonna have to answer to the guy in the hot sauce bottle, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Gasoline draws. Oh my god, milk bottle. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You ever just like look at someone's actions and you just start reading down the line? You go, Oh, you guys are going to hell. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind you guys are going to be on fire. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's kind of what this does to me. When I read up on, on these laws where they continue, like, they, they dress up English words. They, they, it, it's like, you know, I was, I was, it's wa- like religion. Law is looking really much like religion. Like, like that's the way they got us to believe their laws to begin with. They hold up, the, um, hold up. Uh, um, a while ago, I was watching. I'm always on YouTube. I love YouTube. I'm always on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I saw an uh, an interview of uh, Malcolm X. I don't. I forget what year it was. Um, I think he died like like two years later. But he was at a university speaking, and uh, he said that all the laws that were made back in like say uh, 1910, that even that early, uh, were enough to protect protect the average human you know or american citizen mm-hmm. it wasn't until the civil rights movement that they had to start making extra addendums and stuff like that you know yeah. to protect black people from white people you know it's like insane it's like yeah so i understand, I understand this point i mean it was hard to really um to really uh to really downsize what he's trying to say or get the cliff notes but what he's trying to say is that it's because of the uh it's, it's because of the uh the the inhumane way that certain people act in our in our in our society that there are extra laws extra care has to be made you know but if everyone act like you know they had some sense they wouldn't be necessary so right but it's 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 never gonna happen we have to like fight we have to fight and and it's sad and i'm not saying that everyone's gonna be warriors or barbarians right we should all go fight like barbarians we should fight together i think what i'm saying is, is those that need to use their hands should 
knows that needs to use their pen should. Okay, let's thank uh, Melly Mel for uh, a very um, interesting uh, show today. So to get more of the Malcolm Richmond Show, you can catch us on Malcolm Richmond on Facebook, on Instagram, The Malcolm Richmond Show, and on the triple dub at www.themalcolmrichmondshow.com and on YouTube at The Malcolm Richmond Vlog, V-L-O-G. Thank you guys. See you next time.